All right, what's happening, guys? Uh, you got uh, this is Burn Absolute from where exactly are you guys out of? <laughs> we're, we're out of everywhere, man. But uh, basically, Tampa, Florida. Our vocalist uh, lives in Tampa, and uh, but it's kind of a weird, weird deal. We're we're spread all over the place. We have uh, our singer in Tampa. I live in uh, Clarksville, Arkansas. Brian here. I'm in Sykeston, Missouri. I just moved from California. So. Sykeston, Missouri, and then holy mackerel! Uh, <laughs> we actually have our other guitar player that actually lives and is from Bolivia, and uh, so we, uh, yeah, man, it's a pretty unique, situation, you know. But it's it's pretty cool that we're uh, able to kind of do what we do as as far spread, you know, and remotely as we are. So it's it's been pretty cool. So- so basically, uh, Burn Absolute hails from Tampa is what you're telling me. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So <laughs> even though that only one of you technically is from from Florida, the band yeah. is from Florida. Yeah, awesome. we're gonna say that. Actually, you know, we could kind of go. We're going to be starting our first tour, and we're actually starting in Tampa. So what better way to to claim the residency than to start our uh, first ever tour from out there? So exactly. I- all right, so I see that you guys have a couple songs uh, uploaded on Spotify. Um, there was Catharsis and Through My Eyes. Now, I mean, so I only see two songs. Now, are you guys relatively a uh, a newer band? Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty new. Um, I'd say our bands kind of started taking some steam with the pretty much this year, like in January. Um, we've kind of been a project for the last, I'd say two and a half or three years, um, mainly stemming from just like online project. And, um, once we got Robbie, our vocalist involved and, um, it just really kind of just took off. We were like, let's do this, you know, all, you know, let's go full for full force with it. And, uh, that's kind of how it just kind of came to be. And so just these last, uh, six, six months or so we've just just took it head on man just like all right we got all this music let's release you know as much as we can and uh you know that's kind of what we've been doing in the last few months hell yeah you know for forgive me for for being so rude you know usually i'm not like this but like i said before we hit record um you know i i kind of ran in the door and turned on zoom and and here we are so um (laughs) go ahead and uh you know give yourselves you know a brief introduction you know who you are what you play in the band um i mean even give us a little bit of background on how you started into music okay i'll start um my name is Anthony and I, I actually, I play drums for the band and uh, my background, uh, man, it's, I've been playing drums just by themselves for about 23, 24 years, but I've been involved with music pretty much my whole life. And um, actually this guy right next to me, Ryan, him and I grew up kind of, you know, our, our early years together. We've been best friends for almost 20 years and uh, so we're kind of the only ones in the band that really, really know each other deep, you know, like for 20 years almost, you know, and um, so we've been in other bands before, but that's kind of where it starts for me, man, and just just been playing a long time, and I'll, I'll let you go, right? Yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> pretty much the same thing. I mean, uh, my dad was a professional musician. Uh, he, he was a multi-instrumentalist, and he was always on the road. Uh, I, I grew up in studios watching them record and 
you know, I, I happened to pick up the one instrument he didn't play, which is guitar. Nice. Uh, and uh, it was just given to me uh, by my brother-in-law when I was like 13. And it just came natural. You know, I had an ear for it. So, uh, you know, just trying to learn everything I could. And, and, you know, over the years, you know, the music just got heavier and heavier. So, uh, <laughs> you know, when I met this guy, like we were in bands before, uh, separate bands and we'd play shows together and yeah. I knew I was like man that drummer he, he kills it so you know I got we got to start a band together so we did about 15 16 years ago yeah. and we were in that band playing shows pretty much all over SoCal uh, for like six years and then uh, from there that's when we started moving to different states and stuff and then uh, of course starting this project so Right on. So, I mean, were you guys always playing like the same type of music uh, together or did you guys dabble in different sounds or? It, it was the, a metalcore bass, uh, like, you know, metalcore, death metal, pretty much the same style. It's a little bit more, I guess we'd say modernized now Yeah, uh, yeah to, to what it was before. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit better structured now than it was before you know just you know or for so many years it was just like all right this riff sounds cool put it in you know it was just like right this riff is heavy let's put it in this song you know so kind of taking a more different approach to the music that we're writing now i think that kind of shows some of the growth that we've had over the years and we're like all right let's really structure this this music you know and really kind of you know uh, pay attention to keys and, and and all that good stuff so that's kind of what we've been doing with with burn absolute and, and that's exactly what i was going to get to next is um you know i just you know this evening I, I put on catharis on spotify um and that's how you say the name right catharis cartharis cartharis okay um so I, I listened to it on the way here and i was like yeah, there, there, there was a lot of really technical riffs in there. Um, and the whole beginning of the song is, uh, is very unique. Um, just in that, that, um, that guitar riff, um, it almost sounds synthesized and, you know, I re I really dug it a lot, uh, because it was different, you know, it's, it wasn't like every other band that, you know, you, you come across on here. Um, can you, can you explain like how you came up with that riff? I mean, what was kind of like the, um, the end goal whenever you came up with it? Uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll yeah, start it and then you can finish it. So we do have a very, very unique approach to how we're writing music just for the simple fact that we're, we're, we're doing it remotely. Right. So it's, right. um, I kind of just had this idea in my head on drums and so I, I recorded that on drums, just kind of a little scratch track. <clears throat> and I sent a message out to the band, like, hey, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking on guitar. And our guitar player, Mickey, you know, kind of got involved with that and 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 started riffing some stuff out. And it just kind of came to be, I guess, in that sense. But uh, that kind of like, I guess, piggyback on what I said before, that's kind of the approach that we're taking with this music that we're writing for this project you know right. something that is is really catchy the riffs we we want it to be really heavy but also really catchy and relatable and 
and uh, something you kind of just bob your head to, you know, so that's kind of in a nutshell, you know, I think maybe Ryan could, could uh, explain a little more, but in a nutshell, how that song actually kind of came to be, it actually started off as a drum groove and nice. Uh, yeah. We took it off from there. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of how we write now is definitely a lot different than how it used to be because we just go in, you know, in the garage and pick up our instruments and just kind of jam. As in now, you know, uh, we're kind of sending riffs back and forth. Like, right. you know, uh, he'll send me some drum tracks. I'll write something over it or I'll send him a riff and then he'll write some drum tracks. And then, you know, we'll write a whole song. And then change parts of that song and keep sending it back and forth or we'll add synth to it and it'll change the dynamic of where that song's going and right stuff. so it's every song is, is kind of unique in, in in my uh opinion uh when it comes to that because it's always it's always something different it doesn't sound like when we first started writing the music so it's, yeah that's the song we could we could start writing a song and I'm telling you like three weeks later, it sounds completely different. <laughs> you know, so that's uh, again, just kind of a unique approach that we have to, to writing. Um, but I think it's, I think it's going I, well. Yeah. I think it works out good because everybody kind of puts their influence on it. Like every, you know, <laughs> and, and that's, that's key uh, nowadays. I mean, you can't have one person just writing music the whole entire time. You have to have everybody's input. So, um, you know, kudos to you guys for recognizing that and, and everybody putting in their, their two cents into the hat because collectively it is a band, you know, it's, it's not just one person. It's not just two people. It's, it's everybody. Um, so can you tell me like, where did you come up with the name of that song? I mean, what does it mean? Go ahead. You go, you, you go ahead. <laughs> um, well, Robbie actually came up with this name, uh, Cartheris. It, it's it's like a uh, like a metaphor in a way. Like uh, it's a it's a cancer. It's a it's a sickness. It's like um, mental health. You know. Uh, okay. A lot of, I don't know. Help me out. Uh, so it is kind of somewhat a made up word um, and it's a mixture of, of different words, but uh, that's, that's the name that, that uh, he actually decided to come up with. We thought it sounded really cool. Um, but our EP that we're going to be releasing actually in July is that's our uh, self-titled track is uh, so the album is going to be called Carthoris. And okay. Um, the lyrics, music, so musically and lyrically, I mean, um, he died, we, you know, we kind of dive in a lot, like we all suffer from, you know, uh, uh, mental health, you know, issues, we think that's always been just super important, you know, rather it be depression, anxiety, um, anything like that, you know, so it's just, we understand as individuals and as a band how consuming that could be. And uh, that's kind of what what the song's about, you know, and actually, actually, that's, what the album that's what our ep is about it's uh it's kind of overcoming a lot of those feelings uh, we've all dealt with it, it, right. individually and um we just kind of took a unique approach about uh going in and kind of writing about it and uh that's kind of what what it came to be you know so we thought it was a really cool idea so i guess i guess in a way you could kind of say it's a it's a concept album um, okay but um, but yeah, that's that's mainly what the focus of the album is and what we tackle or what we talk about. And uh, 
Cartharis is the title track for it. And it, it's just the epitome of, of all that combined. And that's where we got that word, uh, word from. So, okay. Right on. So, I mean, and then you have through my eyes that what like, came out also this year. Um, now that was just uh, a single. So it's not going to be part of the EP, correct? Oh, it will be. It will be. It will be on our EP. Yeah. Oh, okay. We did release it as a single um, to kind of, uh, that was kind of our, our test track. Like, all right, you know, we think this track sounds great you know, what does everyone else think about it? And so we, that's why we decided to release it as a single and, and kind of just get everyone's vibe on it, you know, and, and if we could kind of roll with this, something like this. Um, and it, it just, it seemed to just go great. I mean, as soon as we released it, it was just like, boom. I mean, we we're getting tons of plays on Spotify and YouTube. And um, so it just kind of like, all right, you know, we kind of seen it right there. Like, all right. Right. Know, this could be something pretty cool um so we we just rolled with it and yeah that that uh song uh through my eyes will definitely be on the ep okay now um so do you guys i mean have a uh, a site uh website or something like that that you've got set up uh so people might be able to buy like say a t-shirt or something like that uh, we we are actually in the works of it right now uh, it's actually we're very close to hitting that publish button on it. So okay. stay tuned, please, because I promise we have some just really, really cool stuff on there. Um, we have some shirts, some sweaters, some beanies, um, windbreakers. windbreakers um, nice. So we definitely have some really cool stuff. Um, we're just finalizing a few things with that, and uh, that should be good to go. I would imagine a lot of uh, like little things like that. Well, that's actually a big thing, but um, things like that uh, will be a hundred percent ready to go by the time the EP releases in, in July. Um, okay. Uh, kind of a tentative date. We don't have a hard, you know, date set yet, but we do know it will be in July. Awesome. So, I mean, with you guys having the EP out and everything uh, are coming out and you said that you've got a uh, tour that's going to be starting in Tampa. So tell me a little bit about this tour. I mean, where is it taking you guys? Um, and are you going to be touring with anybody specific or? Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll start real quick on how the tour even uh, got talked about. You know, we, since, again, we all come from different bands. We all came from, this isn't our first radio or this isn't our first band. You know, we've all played shows and played tons of shows i'm currently into other projects you know that i'm i'm playing tons of shows with and uh but being that we kind of done this remotely for the last two and a half years you know when robbie came in it, that's that kind of goes again like what we were talking about when robbie came in it was just like all right let, if we're gonna do this let's go so robbie's like let's book a tour like we haven't played a show yet together. Uh, <laughs> screw it. Let's just uh, book a tour. <laughs> nice. We're like, let's go. If we're, if, if we're going to do it, we might as well do it now. And that's kind of how <clears throat> this all came about. So, you know, we're, uh, we are going on tour in August. Um, it kicks off August 18th in Tampa. So all the, the Tampa locals and, you know, hopefully, uh, could, could come out. Um, and, uh, 
it's it's going to be like a six day run. We're starting in Tampa, uh, Lake City, um, Atlanta, Atlanta, and uh, I'm going to have Ryan Charleston, South Carolina, and then our last stop is going to be at Memphis. So yeah, our, our, we're kicking it off in Tampa at the Vault. Um, okay, we're playing in Tampa, so nice. Yeah, I know that a lot of um, a, a lot of places are well. Anytime anybody goes to Tampa, everybody's like, oh, we're playing at the Brass Mug. And I'm like, oh, is that the only venue that's in Tampa? <laughs> yeah. uh, so dealing with, with Robbie being that he's a local there, we, we definitely heard that name come up quite a bit, you know, and I, I, I want to say there was maybe some options of doing it there. I'm not sure. But um, like I said, we are starting to, uh, kicking out the tour with uh, at the vault and we're actually going on tour with uh uh, Catcher in the Rye and the Pine Drake. So those are really, really cool bands, man. And uh, Yeah, Catcher in the Rye has been on the show, uh, I believe, once so far. But they've actually, uh, I've seen them several times on their live stage show. Great, great, great stage performance. I, I love the vampire undertones and stuff. I mean, it's, you know, to me, it's about stage presence. Um, so... You said that you're in uh, a couple other uh, projects. Um, now, have you gone on tour with these other projects or are these other projects kind of like, uh, you know, just working on stuff off to the side? Yeah. So um, these other projects that I'm in, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm, well, I'm drumming for, for these ones as well. And I, I did a little mini run with uh, my other band called Rant. And uh, we went up to uh, St. Joseph, Missouri, Topeka, Kansas. We kind of did like a little weekend run. Um, and But we played a, tons, of, tons of local shows out here. Um, we're based out of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Um, okay. So it's kind of like rocky, like kind of heavy rock uh, almost. It's just really, really unique sound, I, I've always thought. Um, and I'm also in another project called Spare the Dead and uh, kind of metalcore, metal, you know, uh, along the lines of what uh, Burn Absolute is doing. And uh, I, they don't actually do a whole lot of shows right now. I think since I came in, I think that's kind of one thing we're focusing on and, and trying to, uh, to book a little more. Um, but yeah, uh, I have played uh, uh, one show with them um, a couple months ago and uh, we're actually uh, focusing on uh, doing the set our second album um so we're okay recording our second album with them so yeah mm -hmm. all, that's, all that's going pretty good too so you've uh pretty much got your plate filled whenever it comes to music stuff Brother, <laughs> i am i am so busy actually like <laughs> like 10 years i let's I, let's just say 10 years just for an even number but i'm, I'm a big iphone guy right i like my iPhone. right same here. <laughs> I've, I've never once in 10 years used my calendar on there. Like, <laughs> but I, I have this year for sure. You know, I have just been living right off that calendar, making sure I'm putting things in there because just between rehearsals and shows and oh yeah, I'm also working um, kind of behind the scenes with a, um, actually our producer for our um, Burn Absolute. Uh, his name's Jacob Lazat. He runs Dark Cabin Studios up in Rhode Island. And okay. so I side work with him, recording some stuff with him. That That's just sounding awesome. So, yeah, man, when I say uh, I'm busy over here, I really am. Dude. <laughs> but it, it's fun. 
you know, that's one thing I've noticed just right off the bat is it's all just so much fun to do. So I'm, uh, you know, definitely enjoying what I'm doing, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I was in a band early two thousands and, and I, I freaking loved it. Um, I, I was given an ultimatum by my ex-wife. It was either be a dad or be a rock star. So, you know, I took the dad route. And um, so, <laughs> so, but anyways, um, you know, I, I came back to it after, you know, her and I got to divorce, you know, went through the divorce and um, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be up on stage. I don't think I'm going to be making music anymore. I think what I need to do is I need to give back in a different way. And that's basically why I started Florida metal radios because, you know, this is, you know, basically still in the scene without actually being in the scene, you know, yeah, no, I totally get it. it. It seems to be going good too. You know, I, I, <laughs> uh, I know I could talk for, for both Ryan and I over here, but we, we both did kind of the same thing, Ryan, a little more in line with what, what you were talking about, but, we both took kind of a, a break from music as well. Um, uh, I actually, I was pushing almost eight, nine years, you know, without playing wow. anything. And the first thing I did um, after that, I just got myself a little electric kit and kind of get my chops back up. And I just realized like, you know what? I just want to continue to, to play music, you know? And so, yeah, we oh, yeah. Kind of went through something similar, you know, taking a little hiatus from from music and uh but very right. much involved you know uh behind the scenes i guess but oh yeah absolutely you know my uh my oldest son is uh is exactly the same age that i was whenever he was first born so he's 24 right now um and then my youngest son is nine well he just turned nine but um we um you know i i, I figured you know it would be a damn shame for me to waste um all my music knowledge, all my, my artistic abilities, you know, everything that I have to be able to offer, you know, bands and, and just, you know, musicians and artists alike, you know, I think that it would be, it would be a damn shame and a disservice to my own kids. I mean, especially if they wanted to get into this someday, you know, they, they would know where to turn to. So absolutely. So I, I want to be completely and totally frank with you guys. Um, the other day, whenever I talked to um, who I was talking to lead singer, correct? Okay. So um, whenever he first put in the, uh, the, re the request to, to be on the show uh, tonight, um, I was being messaged by another band that also has the name burn in it seen that really I, okay I, yeah yeah i'll let you keep going but i think i seen a, a comment on on somebody's post and it was like so, and i was like really man <laughs> so, yeah so we've got burn absolute with us right now yes yeah the, the, the other band was burn forever burn and forever. i yes yeah that's it <laughs> i was so friggin' confused because i was going back and forth i was like wait what i didn't i just set up an interview with right. who is this <laughs> yeah, we need to start a, a burn like fan club and just get all the, all the bands with the name burn in it you know get get a whole bunch of y'all together and then go on a tour and just call it the burn unit <laughs> there we go 
<laughs> so yeah i mean it's it's uh, it's awesome i mean i i finally figured it out but i mean it was uh you know it's um it's just one of those things man i, I just seen that i think either earlier today or or, or yesterday I've seen somebody, I think it was like a, a, a show flyer or a tour flyer, and I seen one of the band's names, and I was like, huh, that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. But you know, we thought um it's like it's like one of those things like you buy a, an Audi and next thing you know, that's all you see on the road. You know, or, yeah. Or uh, you know, you buy a Subaru or whatever, that's all you see on the road, Subarus. Like I have noticed burn in everyone's name dude every single one's name uh ever since we started this project and uh you know i thought going into it we were like you know this is pretty unique you know like let's let's roll with this. right it's i guess it's like the, the one, so, one of our situations the, the, there was a uh, a venue that used to be over there in the tampa area called the verona uh which is evan or city and uh, he used to be in a band called Burning Fair Verona, which I think is freaking hilarious because, I mean, once again, capitalizing on that whole burn unit thing. So, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's, it's all good. It's all love over here. Uh, <laughs> so, um, we had we had discussed you know your backgrounds and stuff like that. You said that uh, you guys are you know pretty much a, a newer band. Um, been together what about a year now, kind of thing or going strong for pushing a year. Uh, but we we actually got together like right like after COVID, right after, after COVID. COVID, yeah, right I, after COVID. Okay, so, um, a lot of this kind of it started like like the talks about it and everything going uh, started during COVID. Um, and actually kind of the way it came about again, I just, I had some drum tracks that I recorded and I, I went to like a, a Facebook group that, that, uh, I follow and I decided to just throw it out there. Like, Hey, you know, I got a drum track. Any guitar players out there want to, um, uh, want to, you know, record anything to it. And, uh, so I got, I got hit up in my DMS like crazy and tons of guitar players. And, uh, the only one, one, one guy in particular, Mickey, um, messaged. And I, so I sent everybody that messaged me, I sent the drum tracks to, and the only person to send anything back was this guy named Mickey and him and I started talking and I just thought it sounded so cool what he did to it. And it's actually was one of the first singles we have ever released was called memory. Uh, and, uh, that's that is literally how the band started it was like just a dm nice with a with a drum raw drum track to it someone from bolivia and someone from bolivia (laughs) i was like yeah dude i i got you let me record something man and he sent me something back like a couple days later and that was it that's kind of how it all came to be and uh we love that he's he's became like a brother of mine you know we've stood in contact obviously you know almost daily and uh nice so it's it's been going good uh but basically right in the middle of covid just past covid around that time is around uh, when all this started yeah that's pretty much you know the whole thing with uh with with the the podcast here you know it's the same exact thing as i started it right at the uh the beginning of covid 
when everything started shutting down and everybody was, you know, basically told, no, you can't go anywhere. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to bring the music to everybody else, you know? So now how did you guys meet the lead singer? I mean, was it the same thing, uh, you know, Facebook ad or. Uh, It was um, actually him and I had been uh, friends uh, on social media for actually quite, quite a while. Um, So he, he, knew of our band he followed the band i've followed his other bands and uh always kind of always been a fan of robbie and and what he could do vocally and um we were having so many issues with singers during the time and uh we actually went through i think about two um but nothing really ever got released um with with uh with them so we just had all these tracks stockpiled. Like we had tons, you know, we still do, you know, but um, we just had all these tracks stockpiled. And we're just like, dude, you know what? If, if nothing else, like we just want to release some music. We just like, we'll just do it instrumental, you know? Like we'll just go be an instrumental band and just be, you know, to release music that way. So on that same uh, group on Facebook that, that I, hit up originally i went there again and i i was like i even put in the post this is kind of our last ditch ditch effort before we become an instrumental band is there any vocalists out there interested in trying out for the band so robbie hit me up and he goes dude what's up you know where's the tracks and i'm like are you know i you're in other bands man like i I figured you were busy you know what i mean he's like "Ah, (laughs) my way man let's see what's up and uh that's kind of how Robbie came to be. And when I say it just, it just took off. Yeah. It just flew by ever since he, he joined. And I, he really took that leadership role, not only as a lead singer, but just as really just as a leader of this band, like that, that's really someone we needed. Uh, We've all kind of have our own roles, you know, what we do and how we approach things and how we're going to market and promote and, right uh, he went to a whole nother level with it so we were just like all right man we'll we'll follow you dude you know let, let's go so it's, <laughs> it's been full force ever since he, he joined so well i will tell you i mean from from personal experience um lead singers can be a an awesome asset to the band because sometimes they do they too take the leadership role very seriously be a diva or C, very flaky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I could honestly say it wrong. He's a, yeah, he's the best one that I've I've worked with in my musical career. So yeah. I, I think he's just a true overall leader. Leader, man. And it, it definitely has taken this to the next level. And it kind of motivates each one of us in the band. Yeah, yeah, no to, doubt. Because, so. I mean, if you're by yourself and that's how we're writing music, how are you going to stay motivated and all that? Right. Bobby is kind of that guy. That keeps all of us kind of motivated to to keep playing, to play more, to you know, release something. Make sure you you record this and don't forget to do that clip. And you yeah. know, just he's just he's he's on it, man. He's he's just really the epitome of what um, I I think of a lead, you know, uh, a leader is. And right, he's just he's just been an awesome um, addition to this this band to this project. You know, that's. That's been one thing that has been super constant with all of us. There's, there's like zero ego 
in this band like that's super, amazing it's insane because we all have been in other bands like you said and we've all experienced it one way or another and one member or, or another or multiple members it is just insane to me how there's just zero ego in it and if if something sounds like crap we know we could go to each other and go like dude now that that sucks you know redo it there's no <laughs> hard feelings you know there's no constructive criticism construct we take constructive criticism oh, yeah. amongst uh, each other so um yeah man it just robbie just just fit right in and um it just it, it worked and but that it's like I, I keep saying as soon as robbie came in the band man that's when uh that's when we decided to go all right you know this is let's take this as serious as possible and be as professional as possible and how do we go about it and uh, we've been trying to do that ever since all right now looking five years into the future okay and knowing that you guys have other pro uh, projects and stuff like that where do you see burn absolute uh, in the whole grand scheme of things uh shoot hopefully on a lot more tours uh you know kind of on that next level uh you see new bands like and i consider this a new band still you know this is our right uh the longer you get to know the same group of guys, the more the chemistry kind of sets in. Yeah. Uh, the music's going to get better. The the, the shows are going to get better. The camaraderie's going to get better. <laughs> it's just in, in five years from now, I, I'd hope to see us like doing a lot more shows, a lot more. Yeah. You know, being yeah. a little, being a lot more uh, prevalent in the, uh, the scene altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would love to see you guys live sometime. Um, I mean, and I know that you guys have, you know, you're the, what you said it was uh, August. Um, yeah. That's going to be in Tampa. So I might try to make it over that way um, to see if I can uh, catch all um, on your, was it going to be your, your inaugural show in Florida? Yeah. So it's actually our EP uh, release show. Uh, okay. Tampa and um, at the vault and uh, so yeah I mean we're going to play the full EP there and uh, um, that's one thing we're we've kind of been focusing on the last I'd say few weeks to a month you know is, is uh, now we're really you know we're doing we practice and stuff obviously remotely we, we do all that stuff on our own um, but we're really fo focusing in on rehearsing now and, and rehearsing our, our set and how, you know, uh, everything's going to gonna play out. Um, uh, I know you've heard the couple of the tracks that we we do have released. And uh, if you've noticed, we're, we have a lot of synth and a lot of piano, yes. a lot of effects and a lot, you know, we're very driven um, that way. And uh, so adding all those little bells and whistles are something that is super, super important to us to do live. Um, we've all, all our other projects that we've been in, you know, it's, uh, we, we, we were in some good ones, but it was kind of just plug your cabs in, hook up your drums and just start playing. Um, right. And that was one thing that we wanted to focus on with this project is like, how do we how do we take our live show to a, to a new level that something we've never really done before adding, you know, all the synth parts and, and all the little extra textures and sounds and 808s and booms and backing tracks and stuff. So we decided, yeah. you know, to, to do uh backing track stuff and, um, and uh, 
that's something that kind of we're honing in, you know, these last few weeks and uh, just gearing up for that. Well, that was going to be one of my other questions for you guys. It was going to be about um, backing tracks and how you guys feel about those. I know that in the industry right now, there is a very clear black or white opinion about backing tracks. So, um, and case in point, um, I, I know that you guys probably have heard the band falling in reverse, uh, and have had to cancel a couple shows due to their laptops being stolen or something to that effect. Um, so, I mean, I, I know exactly how important backing tracks can be, um, especially whenever you're trying to set a tone, uh, for your show. Um, whenever you're entertaining is completely different than um, just playing. I mean, right. I, I, I know that, you know, playing is, is a very large core of it, but it's the entertainment value that a lot of people don't understand. Uh, whenever I love that you said that word and, and that I think hits it right on the head is what we're trying to do. We, our, we are still playing our songs, you know, we right. are very much involved with playing them properly live, but that's one thing I think we've tried to set up this band apart from anything else we've done before in other projects is we want to entertain them, you know, right. we want to be just a garage band or, or, or you know, just, hey, man, I got a cool stack and, you know, like, let's just, I got that for stage. You know what? No, like, how do we add all these backing tracks? How do we actually entertain the crowd with and sound as good as we possibly can, like our record? Because I think our record is, sounds great, you know? Oh, absolutely. How do we do that live? And I think that was our main focus. And like I said, I think you nailed that right on the head. Uh, just the entertainment aspect, you know, I... I, I am a, in a pretty gray area when it comes to this topic. And it's, it's like you said, it's either black or white, you either like it or you don't. And um, I actually like, I, I like both, man. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen both, you know, so it's like, right. I'm actually in bands right now that do both, you know, so it's, like yeah. you know, we have zero backing tracks. We don't play to a click. We don't, we just plug in and let's jam out. And we, it sounds great, you know, so um, I'm kind of in the middle here with, with that topic, but at the end of the day, I think for what we're wanting to do and a lot of things that we're doing post-production yeah, or exactly. during the production process, we want to make sure that's, that's in our live aspect. Yeah. Right. Sure. You know, um, after seeing some, you know, very large bands, um, with backing tracks and some large bands without backing tracks. You know, I just saw Avenged Sevenfold uh, on their very first, um, I guess, United uh, U.S. date at Welcome to Rockville. Um, and I swore up and down that their, their newest song, We Love You, was um, a drum machine. I, I, sw I swore up and down, you know, those are programmed drums. And my older sons, they disagreed with me. They're like, no, dad, that's, that's actually the drummer. And it wasn't until I actually saw them live that I saw that it was in fact the drummer and he was that good. And I was like, you know, oh, holy shit. So, you know, 
but they did have the backing tracks. It did sound just as good. They gave one hell of an entertaining show, but on the transverse side, Godsmack played on the, on another uh, on a separate stage. No backing tracks, complete and total instruments. They, they they slammed other bands that have backing tracks, which I didn't really disagree with. But I think that you know you're absolutely right. Depending on the type of music, depending on the type of feel that you want to go for, it's either you have them and you can entertain with them. Or you don't use them, and you can still entertain with that. Right. With it, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, I, so, uh, I just like I said, I've always kind of been been in the middle here with this because, it, and for a lot of people, it is a sensitive topic in some cases, and it's like very. I my outlook at this, man. It, music is music. You know, we work our we work our butts off to to write the best music that we possibly can. And I think I could speak for a lot of bands that do what we're doing. Um, it's hard work. It's, it's a lot that goes into what we write at the end of the day, if you enjoy it, hell yeah. And if you don't, yeah. cool, it's all good. You know, there, there's nothing but love. There is room for everyone. There's room for all musicians, dude, you know, to do what they want and how they want to do it, you know? So um I have learned that later on, like in my career and as I got older, you know, like, cause I was always like metal, like elitist, like, you know, right. that's it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, if you don't like Slipknot, you, you suck, you know, like as I'm getting older, it's yeah. like, you know, you, nobody has time for that. Like, if you like the music, you sounds good, have at it, you know, and same thing with live and same thing with how bands approach it, you know, at the end of the day, we all have the common goals to, to put out the best music we can, you know? But what I think, what, I mean, what, what I think would best summarize everything is whether you're for, it, whether you're against it, it's entertainment. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It is at the end of the day, how do you want to entertain your crowd? How do you want to interact with your fan base? Do you want to use them? No, don't use them. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be a sensitive topic as, as it is. And I hear, like you said, you know, I, I hear all of these different uh, bands and different venues and stuff like that. And the band that's opening up, uh, you know, their backing track didn't go as, as expected, you know, and the next band is trashing them for the, you know, for using a backing track. I don't agree with any of that. I think that we all need to come together and realize as a whole that this is entertainment. This is, you know, we got into this because we have a love for the music and a love for entertaining. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Well, guys, I am so thrilled to finally meet you guys and to be able to have this interview. Um, I would have loved to have talked to Robbie too and Mickey, right? yeah yeah yes i would have loved to have been able to talk to those guys so if you guys are watching this i will catch you at some point and we will have a conversation share a beer or something to that effect but you guys you guys have been awesome tonight thank you so much for being on the show and you know it's, it's been a pleasure yeah, we appreciate the opportunity man and uh 
you know, like, like I said, you could, uh, anybody that wants to check out our stuff, hit up our Spotify, Burn Absolute, YouTube. Uh, we have our debut music video for Carthoris on YouTube. Um, and our EP will be coming out in July. We go on our first tour on August 18th in Tampa. So make sure everyone, you know, comes out, support us, the Pine Drape, and Catcher in the Rye, man. We're, we're definitely stoked to, to uh, have this opportunity. So we appreciate you, man. Thank you. And if you're not there on the 18th, you know, I'm not talking about you guys, but I'm talking about all the fans that are watching, listening. If y'all are not there on the 18th, I'm going to come to your houses. I'm going to pull your asses out in your fucking pajamas, and you're going to go straight to the pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for being on the show. I will catch you guys later. Peace. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> all righty.